Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. We are reviewing WWE Raw and we have got quite a bit to go through. Uh, this is such a, a, a weird show because I think as you're watching it, it does feel like it's maybe not kicking into the higher gears. Uh, it's a show that I think is fine, steady, solid, unspectacular, but it definitely has a few moments uh, as well. So I would imagine that the score at the end will probably reflect that. It'll probably reflect that it wasn't the strongest show, but it did have a few things in it. And we'll talk about all of those things. Um, in fact, there's quite a few images that I've uploaded here. It's one of those that when you actually go back and look at the different things that happened, there, there was quite a bit here. But uh, we'll go through it. Uh, some good, some bad. And uh, we will cover it all. So let's get into it, shall we? This show starts with Seth gloating uh, about how great he is, about how he destroyed uh, Riddle and he's done. He says that he's not interested in the rematch. Uh, the crowd loving singing his song. Absolutely loving singing his song. But um, yeah, he's not interested in a rematch. And so uh, uh, basically that brings out Riddle. Riddle is not interested in talking. He goes straight after Seth, uh, comes charging down. They go brawling into the crowds. Uh, and basically, Seth scurries away. So uh, that leaves uh, Riddle in the ring on his own. And, uh, and interestingly, the Judgment Day come out. So this was a bit strange how we kind of move from the one uh, segment into the next segment. Um, Riddle and Judgment Day, to my knowledge, have had no history with each other. So this felt a little bit out of the blue. Uh, they come out trying to recruit Riddle. Uh, which, you know, they're like you either stand with us or you fall in front of us kind of a thing. And uh, they try to recruit Riddle. Um, and uh, uh, Finn says, the laws are relaxed around here. So that's why your judgment might be a little bit clouded. Um, kind of making out that he's probably been having a, a good time smoking uh, in the day. And maybe that's why he's not thinking straight. Kind of saying like you do... There's not a decision here. You do need to be joining us if we're offering you that option. Uh, but he basically said, look, I'm fully focused on Seth. So it's a no for now. And, um, you know, then they don't take that very well. They attack him. And uh, he basically takes out both members of the Judgment Day. And uh, I think it was Brock R in our chat said, this really made Judgment Day look weak. I have to agree with that. I mean, if it's two on one, like, you would imagine the Judgment Day should be able to just beat down uh, Riddle. Like, it really shouldn't be that both guys are getting, like, you know, thrown to the outside. And, uh, yeah, I, I must admit, this was one that, I mean, I think Judgment Day are quite an important faction. Like, they get given a lot of showtime. So, like, seeing them just, it wasn't the biggest of moments, but it's just little things like this really add up. Little things like this where they just get jobbed out just don't look great. But uh, it took us to a commercial break, basically. That's why they did it. Uh, they took us to a commercial break. When we came back, uh, we saw that it was Finn Balor one-on-one -on -one against Riddle. And what was really funny is during our watch long, I was saying during this bit here, I was like, man, I'd love to see Riddle against Finn. And then they give us that match. Uh, so uh, we do go into uh, Finn and Riddle. The only thing I would say about this is that we knew that because this was thrown together last second... It's not going to be that kind of pay-per-view quality match that I'm craving. I would love Finn Riddle, but I want it done right. This was still decent, right? There was still nice stuff here, but there was a lot of interference. Uh, a lot of interference. We had Damian Priest getting involved. Uh, we had Rey Mysterio getting involved. We had Seth Rollins getting involved. Uh, so this isn't like, you know, Finn Balor. Uh, like NXT champion taking on like Riddle, a takeover kind of a thing. This was just, I don't want to say to kill a bit of time, but there's no backstory between Riddle and Judgment Day apart from the few minutes that we just had. So it's a little bit cold. You knew that there was going to be outside interference. There's just too many moving parts at the moment. So yeah, I, I really want these two in a match at a pay-per-view. I, I just wish that, like, tonight had been a little closer to that than what we got. I got asked uh, during our watch-along if you could change a few things about the product. What would you change? It was a really interesting question. 
And my answers were, I would love some vignettes to give some more backstory, some character depth. You know, like how Bray always spoke about Sister Abigail. We saw him at the swamp was always very interesting and him talking about Sister Abigail. You know, a lot of the time it was kind of seemingly gobbledygook, but there was normally a few little things in there that you could go, that's interesting. You know, he would say something and it would maybe link to something else and you could start putting some pieces together. Um, it's all really good for character development. And obviously the Firefly Fernhouses are probably the best example uh, of that. We just don't get anything like that, anything even close to that. And uh, that's something I would like to see. But another thing I would like to see is I would really like some of these matches on Raw and SmackDown to really feel like pay-per-view quality matches. I'd like them to get a bit closer to what it would actually be like if we got Finn Balor versus Riddle at a pay-per-view. This was still decent. I'm not like down on it. It was just funny how I said, oh, I'd love to have this match. And then they gave it us. But it just, yeah, it still wasn't quite where I was hoping. Um, but, you know, it was all right. I, I would say it's probably like three and a half, something along those lines. The outside interference definitely brings the score down. Uh, but basically, you know, look, Riddle's doing really well. I think Seth gets involved, distracts. It means that Finn is able to get the momentum, hit the coup de grace, pick up the victory. Uh, and so it is Finn Balor that gets the win thanks to a lot of outside interference. And talking about outside interference... Uh, Seth would then strike. He was around the ringside area anyway because he'd got involved and uh, caused the distraction. He hits a curb on Riddle and, uh, you know, bad day for Riddle, basically. A bad day at the office. But uh, seemingly these two are on a collision course. Uh, later in the show, uh, Seth and Bobby would be made for next week. Got to think that Riddle is going to get involved in that. Got to think that, uh, and it's for a title as well. So I can totally see Riddle costing Seth uh, that title. And uh, look, undoubtedly, we're going to get these two at Extreme Rules. I'm totally expecting it. And um, I mean, look, it'll be good. These two at Extreme Rules with weapons could be really good. There's a few feuds at the moment that I think will be really good at Extreme Rules. I, I am expecting Bailey and Bianca. And I think those uh, two with weapons or whatever match they have, I think that'll be really good. I think Seth Riddle, that'll be really good. I don't know what we're doing with Judgment Day, but obviously their match with Dominic and Ray and Edge, that could be interesting. So there's definitely some feuds that they're doing at the moment. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the first part of the show. That, that took up the first half an hour uh, of the show was with this kind of Seth Riddle Judgment Day stuff. Uh, then we went on to, we didn't even leave Judgment Day then. We uh, moved on to uh, Dominic in a very interesting promo. Uh, we were talking about like it'd be great to have some vignettes, some character development. There was a little bit of that here. Um, this was pretty good. This was uh, Dominic just sat in the dark, just talking, uh, different shots of him from different angles, just a talking headpiece where he was talking about how um, you know, he's done with taking the disrespect. Edge got what he deserved. Um, you know, uh, Ray is blaming Dominic. Maybe he should look in the mirror. It's all your fault. Um, you, uh, you know, tried to make me something that I'm not. Uh, I need to choose my own path. All of this kind of stuff. Really interesting. Um, and then uh, at the end, a hand comes onto his shoulder. He gets up and leaves. And then we see in the darkness... Pappy is with him. I mean, these two together are gold at the moment. These two are so good together. Um, they're kind of elevating each other. Like Rhea is definitely elevating Dominic. But I think that this is a very interesting kind of development in Rhea's character as well. Because we don't quite know the relationship. We don't know. Are they friends? Is it a bit more than friends? Uh, like, is she a mentor? Or, like, is it a bit more serious than that? And we don't quite know yet. And I think that intrigue and uh, certainly the dynamic uh, and not quite knowing what the relationship is, is very interesting. And it is helping both Dominic and uh, Rhea Ripley. So they know what they've got with this. They know what they've got with this. There's lots of little hints and teases. And she's always there in the shadows, right by his side. 
She would come down to the ring with him later. Uh, there was no Edge, no Finn Balor. It was just Rhea Ripley. Um, so, yeah, wherever Dominic is, Rhea Ripley is. And uh, lots of things like he's a man now. I've I've turned him into a man. Lots of little things like that, which, uh, as I said, it's working for both of them. Uh, then we saw uh, Theory. Theory was uh, talking about Johnny and about how he's going to be making his uh, debut tonight. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gagano. Uh, he announces who the opponent is going to be, but I think this was announced on social media anyway, because uh, I'm sure I saw a graphic uh, as to who this was. It wasn't a surprise. It was uh, Chad Gable. Uh, thank you. So uh, Chad Gable, uh, he was uh, shown to be the opponent for Johnny. And uh, yeah, uh, big smile on the face of theory. He was saying this is a great wrestler, a close personal friend. And uh, he was backing his guy to get the job done. Uh, then we go to the tag match. And I know what you're all thinking. Did Aaliyah touch the backside? Did she caress the ass of Raquel Rodriguez? That is the question you are asking. If you're not asking that question, why? I can only imagine it's because you've already seen the show. But uh, she did. She she knows what she's doing as well. I don't know what relationship I love more. Dominic and Rhea or Aaliyah and Raquel's backside. I don't know. It's very, very close. Um, but uh, she did. She uh, gave a cheeky little smile to the camera. Gave it a little pat for good luck. But uh, unfortunately, that good luck did not work this time. Because Bailey would get involved during the match. Not a bad little match. And actually, we need to put a little bit, just a little sprinkle of respect on Aaliyah. A couple of moves here that she was doing that was quite nice. Lovely arm drag into like a sit-down powerbomb. It was really nice. Really nice. She does lots of like, I was saying during the match, she does a lot of like just hurling herself at people. There's lots of cross bodies, lots of splashes. Uh, she loves the Fez press, which is basically just, throwing yourself at someone, uh, knees first, driving them down. Um, so she does a lot of that. She's kind of like a cat in the breeze, just absolutely loving it. But uh, there's a couple of moves here as well, you know, a couple of things that she was doing. So, uh, yeah, I, I really like Raquel and Aaliyah. I was gutted that they lost the titles here, but I can't say I was greatly surprised. I think it makes sense putting the belts onto EO and Dakota, I thought they were going to win the tournament. So if anything, then uh, Raquel and Aaliyah at least got a few weeks with the belts. But um, yeah, it is what it is. It's outside interference. It's thanks to Bailey, And uh, we've got brand new champions. Did wonder if we might see Sasha and Naomi come out. It's kind of hard to think how you're going to do it. Are you really going to bring them back on a raw? Are you going to bring them back in front of say 20 odd thousand? Maybe not even that. I don't know. I mean, they've been away for a few months. It's not like bringing Bray back, you know, bringing Bray back. You would have to think is going to be monstrous moment. And that feels like it maybe should be in a stadium. Maybe Sasha Naomi is not quite that same level. So maybe you could bring them back on a raw. Um, so I did wonder but uh, to be honest, I just don't know when they're coming back now. I just really don't know when they're coming back. I quite fancied them coming back at Clash. I thought Stadium makes sense. 60 odd thousands. Like you could do it there. They didn't. So then like, yeah, I don't know. I, I did wonder if they could come back here. You know, they, they would be the perfect opponents for EO and Dakota. It does make sense. The, the women that never lost the belts taken on the brand new champions. But um, nope, wasn't to be. So, yeah, still still not sure when we're going to pull the trigger on that one. Or, or to be honest, even if we're pulling the trigger. But rumors have been uh, quite strong that they have re-signed. They are on the internal roster. Um, Triple H said it's down to what Sasha wants to do, basically. You know, the ball's in her court. She's got uh, a passion for wrestling, but it's clear she's got other passions as well. So, We'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video of her stretching uh, on social media. If not, you might want to search it out because it is quite the video. Uh, then we saw Ray uh, apologizing to Dominic. Uh, obviously, we heard from Dominic earlier and uh, Dominic uh, was backstage. He didn't even look at his dad and his dad was basically saying, look, this is my fault. You're right. Uh, I'm sorry, son. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. Um, 
And uh, Rhea arrived and basically said, look, I've made him a man. Papa knows best. And uh, that's it. You know, Ray walked off. Ray did say, if this happens tonight, it'll never be the same again. I've never seen Edge like this. You've never seen Edge like this. And uh, he said, look, if this match does happen, I, nothing will be the same again. So just really building up the main event. Uh, they did a few little uh, backstage moments like this. It's pretty good. Anything that makes the main event seem bigger, I'm all for it. And again, Dominic and Rhea side by side. Uh, then we got, and I didn't get enough screenshots of this. I should have. We got the Johnny match. This is maybe the highlight of the show. Johnny is an amazing performer. We already knew that. That is not news to anyone. But he is an amazing performer. And he does such a good job here. This match against Chad Gable. I mean, Chad Gable's a great wrestler anyway. Some of the reversals in this are just crazy. There was a brilliant like headlock that Johnny had on. And uh, Gable rolled to roll out of it and reverse it. But uh, Johnny rolled with him. And so uh, as soon as they kind of got back around, he was still in the same position that he was in before. So like Chad was trying these reversals, but they weren't working. Sometimes they did. And it was like lots of back, back and forth, lots of digging deep. Um, the one thing I said during the watch long was I don't know if they really should have like gone to these extremes for like his first match. Like if he's struggling this much against Gable, how the hell is he going to be beating Roman? How is he going to do against Drew? How is he going to do against Carrion if he's struggling this much against uh, Gable? I suppose what you can say, though, is that he's ring rusty. He's been out of the ring for like, what, 200 and some odd days. So, it, you know, I can buy that. It's not a problem. I can buy that. But um, yeah, this got this is awesome chance. Crowd were loving this. I genuinely think this could be around the four star territory. I probably wouldn't go much higher than that, but. It was great. A brilliant match. Really enjoyable. Back and forth. You didn't know if Johnny would get the win in his debut match. You thought that he should. But in all fairness, again, if he lost, you could always go with Ring Rust as being the excuse. But I think it would have been a shame if he'd have lost. But anyway, he picks up the win. He gets the victory. And then he's celebrating. Uh, he gives a couple of super kicks to uh, Otis. Celebrates. Gives a crotch chop as well as he gets out the ring. Uh, definitely think this was uh, exactly what uh, Johnny needed to do. If you didn't know who Johnny was, I think you would have been very impressed after seeing this segment. Um, and then from behind, you can see it already. Boom! Theory with the briefcase wallops Johnny. Uh, Johnny goes down. So seemingly these two on a collision course. And uh, Johnny goes down and um, I don't, actually, I don't know what happens to Johnny. Uh, Theory goes to the ring. He takes selfies of him uh, having like beaten up Johnny. He goes to the ring to show uh, Chad and Otis. I don't know if we see what, what happens. to I'm guessing he just gets up and walks away. I have no idea. He doesn't go after Theory. I think he just goes off uh, because this very much like the opening just naturally goes into another segment. It just naturally flows. So we actually now have Theory in the ring um, and he's gloating. Great interaction with the crowd as always. Uh, and uh, this brings out Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens milks the moment. He comes out, doesn't say anything, and the crowd start loud KO chants. I would say that this was... Uh, the second best moment of the night. And for many people, it might be the best. Kevin Owens cuts an amazing promo. Really great promo. Um, he is talking about how uh, he is the heart and soul of the business, just like Johnny. He calls Theory the appendix of the business. He is disposable. Um, he tries to fire him up. Like, he says, if you really want to be the face of the company, like, you've got to stop looking back at moments that were handed to you. You need to start looking forward and creating your own moments. But he delivers it with such passion, such vigor. It's really good. It's really good promo. Like, it's one of those that kind of builds and builds. And at the end, he's like screaming at him. I actually said, the only thing I would say that's a bit of a downer here 
is Kevin is so animated and he's like screaming in Theory's face. Theory just looks like a child being told off. Like Theory even has to like look away. Like he can't react to it because the promo hasn't stopped. It's like Kevin Owens is just putting everything out there. Um, and Theory just doesn't have a comeback for it. But in all fairness, how is he meant to have a comeback for it? Because KO is up here. KO is like, ah. And uh, unless Theory can, like, match that intensity, he's 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 not going to be able to, like, come back with anything. This was, this was a tough spot for Theory. This was a tough spot because, like, KO was just going mental. He was right here. I mean, really, Theory needed to, like, they needed to go. They needed to start brawling. As soon as KO came into Theory's personal space, I think that's the moment Theory should have been like, I've heard enough, and boom. But I don't think the script was written that way. I think that KO was meant to come out with everything he came out with. Um, but it did, it, did, it did not do great things for Theory. Like, Theory really looked like a five-year-old being told off. So I would just say... I don't know if they could have just slightly tweaked it. But anyway, they do brawl eventually. They get into a brawl uh, fight on the outside. Loads of officials have to come down. And uh, this segment ends with Theory and Kevin being separated. Uh, Theory walking away. And as you can see, blood coming down his nose, blood on his uh, forehead. I don't think the blood was intended. I don't think this segment was meant to have blood. I just think there was a few loose shots in there. I think there was a few moments where a few of them shots really did get through. And I think uh, a bit of blood as a result. So, yeah, good. Um, hard to know who Theory is feuding with because obviously he's got issues with Johnny. Now we've got uh, Kevin Owens uh, kind of coming in. I don't know if we're building to Johnny and Kevin Owens against Theory and someone. I don't know. I, I certainly don't think we're building to a triple threat because... Kevin Owens was saying really great things about Johnny. So I don't think Johnny versus KO versus Theory makes sense at the moment. So it's hard to know where we're going. Theory, uh, as has been really since the start, starting feuds with so many different people. Uh, he needs to pick a lane. Do you know what I mean? He's starting fights everywhere. So, uh, But it was good. Yeah, the, the Johnny match into this Kevin Owens promo. Easily highlight of the show. Easily highlight of the show. Uh, really, really good stuff. Uh, then we had uh, Bianca come out. She was issuing an open challenge. Little bit predictable how this was going to go. Not predictable who was going to answer the challenge, but I think predictable that it was going to be someone middle cards, and then we'd probably get Bailey. Uh, that's how this plays out. We get Bianca uh, taking on Sonya. Match is okay. Very hard to follow the match we just had with Johnny, which was uh, really good. Really, really good. Uh, this match was all right. It did a job. Um, and it was a victory for Bianca. Bianca gets the win uh, against Sonya. And of course, that results in Bailey coming out. Bailey comes out. Uh, she says that, uh, you know, damage control are here to take over. Those aren't just words you saw earlier tonight. New tag champions. So uh, that brought out Dakota, EO, with their belts. Uh, they uh, took a couple of uh, sides of the ring. Uh, Bailey was making her way down. Uh, she took the other side of the ring. They surrounded uh, Bianca. Uh, it got into a little bit of a brawl. Uh, this brought down, didn't know who was going to come down. At this point, again, I thought Sasha, Naomi, maybe. Great time now. Champs surrounded. Um, but it actually, they brought out Alexa and Asuka. Alexa and Asuka come down. They chase away Dakota and EO, and then that means that we've got uh, three on one, tables reversed, and uh, you can see that uh, Bailey gets, uh, I think it was a spine buster, and she rolls out the ring. So, yeah, I mean, it feels like we're building to Bianca and Bailey. If that's going to be at Extreme Rules, I think that'll be a hell of a match. Hell of a match. Maybe we're building to EO, Dakota against Asuka and Alexa. Uh, so that could be uh, a tag match that's coming up in the future as well. Either way, uh, I think there's some interesting things going on in the women's division. Then we got the greatest solution 
to how do we deal with a moss. This was genius. This was genius. This is next level booking. We've got a moss. He's not very good in the ring. We can't have him sitting backstage. We've got to do something with him. It's not fair to have him sitting and catering all the time. So what do we do? I'll tell you what we do. We cut the feed. So we have a moss come down to the ring. He has a match. We don't see it. We just get this and uh, a tech. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I think also BT Sport decides to just go to a commercial break. But when we come back, a moss has won. Yeah. It's like we get the best part of the Amos match, which is the end. Uh, we don't have to watch the Amos match. It's genius booking. They should do this every single time Amos has a match. Technical difficulties. So uh, I'm not saying that that was done on purpose, but if it was, genius. Absolutely genius. Greatest Amos match I've never seen. So uh, there we go. That is uh, how you deal with a moss. Then we went backstage. Now, I did a separate video on this, so we won't dwell on it too much. Uh, to the right, you can see a person in the background. I am only mentioning this because I'm sure, just like me, you look in the background for things because there's been many examples of things happening in the background. Uh, this one I thought was interesting because that's a, a figure, a person on their own. Can't make out really from this distance who they are. Uh, they seem to have longish hair. They seem to be a decent size. Like they're not like a stick thin woman. Uh, I, I would lean towards it being a guy. I, I really don't know. You don't. It was just interesting how they're in the lights. And it, it really felt this camera angle felt like you were meant to see them. I don't know. It was only for the fleeting moment. And it really felt like you was meant to see them. Could be something, could be nothing, right? I have to stress this because <laughs> there's so much reading into things. Like, you know, we've already been through, like, the odd word being mentioned, full circle, buzzard, things like that. You know, it. You, I, I'm not alone, I'm sure, in getting a bit burnt out by all of this and a bit tired of all of this. But I think when there is something that I think is interesting, I, I will... I will show it you and go look this happened make of it whatever you will if you think it's something brilliant if you think it's nothing fine right that's my approach to it so i thought this was interesting seth talks to uh bobby and says that he's looking for gold bobby's got obviously the united states championship they agree to a match next week so bobby seth for the u.s title next week right what's more interesting than that though is for no reason really whatsoever. We go back to this camera shot. We could have just ended it there, but we went back to this camera shot and the person has gone. Now, could be something, could be nothing. But I do think it's interesting that the way this was framed. So they, they framed it so that you saw that person. We then went and spoke with Bobby and then we went back to this camera angle and framed it so that you could see that that person has now gone. I mean, they are right in the flipping light. So could be some, could be nothing, could be a coincidence. Don't know. Did a separate video on it. Uh, make of it whatever you will. Then we got this. Uh, there was some fun stuff here. Look at that picture as well. That's. I don't know if we've seen that before. I feel like it probably has been shown before. But we've got Ms. and Maurice uh, painted. Uh, as like, I don't know, some kind of royalty. Um, and we've, uh, we're at, uh, oh God, what was the name? Manor Ma Miz. It was actually on a sign. Manor Ma Miz. Maurice Miz. That's seemingly what they've called their house. Uh, so Manor Ma Miz, there was a sign that we saw that said that. Um, basically, Miz, a little bit scared uh, about uh, going out. We see the kids and everything. I spoke earlier about just having a little bit of background, a little bit of more personal stuff in here, a bit of character development, whatever. I, I'll eat this stuff up all day long. This is great, right? And I like the fact as well that Miz is talking to the camera and the person is asking questions. Seems like they're recording some, like, I don't know, little bits for Miz and Mrs. or they do lots of little TV projects. I think them having a camera crew around their house is not unusual. 
So I can buy this and love the fact that Miz spoke to the camera guy and it's not just a random camera that's around the house that he never acknowledges. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought the way this was done was well. Uh, Maurice was saying, like, don't worry. If you are scared, we've got, you know, security. We've got gates. There's no way that uh, Dexter's coming in, Dexter Loomis. And he's like, don't mention the name. Like, he's proper. Oof. They end up leaving. And guess who's in the house? Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis with a great picture. I mean, I was saying on the watch along, if I was Ms. and Maurice, I'd be like, look, not bothered about you breaking him as long as you leave us that picture because that is great. If you frame that, that's going to look nice on the wall, isn't it? That's a nice piece. He's done a really good job with that. So promise not to come round again. We'll let you off this time, but leave that picture because you've done a really good job, actually. It's really nice. Really nice. So, yeah, he is uh, in the house uh, showing this off. I, To be honest, I don't know where we're going with this. Don't know where we're going with this. I don't know if this is I don't know if this is dragging on a bit. When when this when this happens, I don't see people freaking out in the chat. I don't know how much this is grabbing people. Don't know. I don't know. It's all right. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not crazy about it, but it's all right. Uh then we then we got to our main event, believe it or not. We're already at our main event. So uh, I had to have this picture. Look at Tugboat. Look at Tugboat. Yeah. Tugboat. Someone went along dressed as Tugboat. I have got so much respect for that. So much respect. So many people dress as Stone Cold, Undertaker, Hogan. I think we saw a Hogan on this show, actually. But here's a dude that's gone. No, I am going to go. As tugboat and there he is tugboat doo, 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 doo. that is great we were talking uh in the chat i think james chadwick said uh imagine if someone went as bastion booger do you know what i mean you could go as so many greats you don't always have to go for the obvious people guys yeah you don't always have to go for the obvious people someone going along as tugboat if i saw that dude and i was at a show i'd be like oh, can i get a picture i absolutely want to get a picture of that i mean that is great that is great cosplaying so uh, I appreciated that. I popped for that. Uh, this was Edge and uh, Dominic. Uh, we get a point where, and I was making this comment, that Dominic gets caught in the ropes and uh, Edge is standing over him. I really think at that moment, Edge should have been like really reluctant to have hit him because at that point, Dominic does really look like a scared kid. He's in the ropes and he's kind of like puppy dog eyes looking at Edge. And Edge just doesn't care. He's like, yeah, boom. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Bang, bang, bang. Bop, bop, bop. He's, just, he's just loving it. Uh, I don't know that that should have been the case. I think he should have. And then, like, he should have seen that it's Dominic, the kid that he's told us he used to play with, like, backstage, like, just have fun and cater him. And, like, he's stopped around the house and all of this. Like, I think there could have been, like, a bit more of, can't do it it's it's dominic could have been that and then judgment day attack him or whatever but no none of that Woo! <laughs> take this and this bop, 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 bop. he was having a great time i don't know if i was beth i'd be a bit like mm -hmm. kind of surprised that you enjoyed that as much as what you did but hey ho uh but uh, there was lots here ray comes down he tries to stop edge um, he ends up getting like pushed away. There's a bit, I don't think they've fallen out, but like Ray doesn't want to watch Edge beating up on his son, does he? Ray gets dealt with anyway because Judgment Day come down. We get Finn, we get uh, Damian Priest. Dominic's freed from the ropes. Uh, he gets given a chair. He starts walloping Edge with the chair. Bell sounds. I have to think it's a win for Edge by DQ. So I think it's a win for Edge by DQ. I don't think it's ever actually announced. Dominic gets involved, but I don't, um, Dominic, Ray gets involved. I don't think that results in anything. I think it's all Judgment Day. So I think it's a win for Edge. Um, and yeah, uh, Dominic starts smashing him in the chair. The sickest moment, though, I think this is our final image, is this damn. I tell you what, it was so cool. I, I don't know if there's actually any legit damage but what they do is once dominic smashed him with the chair they get his leg put it onto the chair and then finn balor who de gras 
his leg and the leg goes boop, like this proper you can see it there like it looks sick here it looks like it might have bent in a way that's not too bad for the leg it looks like it might have just like bent at the knee as the knee's supposed to but it's it's quite quick and it it really like doesn't look great well it does look great but like it also looks like it could be a legit injury i don't know if it is it's it's brutal what I will say is, if there's no injury, it is the best it could have looked. It is fantastic. If there is an injury, that's going to really suck. That's going to really hurt this feud. And maybe they shouldn't have took this risk. So until we find out more, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But right now, it's, it, was, it was sick. It was sick. People in the chat were like, make him humble. And I was like, oh my God, I think we've, I think we've gone past humble. Like it was pretty brutal. And that's how it ends. So it ends with Judgment Day at Standing Tall. So clearly we're building towards maybe Edge and Ray taking on Finn and uh, Damien. I don't know if Dominic will be involved. And then Edge and Ray have got to find a partner. I think Ray will just refuse to face Dominic. Um, that could be really interesting, though. Dominic could be pounding away on Ray, and Ray could be like, no, I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you be really interesting um so yeah i'm kind of down for that i'm definitely down for bianca and bailey i don't know what we're doing with theory i mean he's got a match i think next week with kevin owens so i would imagine we get that sorted next week then maybe he moves on to johnny gargano at extreme rules not too sure on that one um but there's a few feuds clearly seth riddle miz loomis there's a few feuds that are going on at the moment so yeah, as I said, it's one of those where for a lot of the show, it was kind of like, mm, this is all right. I've seen better. But there's some highlights. And I think Johnny was a highlight. KO was a highlight. This sick move at the end was a highlight. So uh, plenty to uh, enjoy. Um, and with that being said, we can jump over to the chat and see what you enjoyed uh, and what you got from it. Uh, Jim said, Dom looks like he's trying to poop instead of looking mad. Maybe he gets mad when he tries to poop. I don't know. Perhaps he's a very angry pooper. I can't comment for him. Uh, someone should go as an amalgamation of Tugboat and Shockmaster. Shockboat! <laughs> Tugmaster, which I actually think is William Hentz's nickname now I'm thinking about it. But uh, yeah, I think William Hentz is known as Tugmaster. But uh, I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, Hayden, shout out to you. Uh, glad you uh, enjoyed the breakdown. Uh, Jamie said, Gagano's not good for WWE. Maybe AEW. I don't know, dude. I thought Gagano was great tonight. I thought he was great tonight. Uh, Jim said, if Ray refuses to fight Dom, it would be comparable to Brett refusing to fight Owen. That would, yeah, I, yeah. And it's only when things got too far, you know, and the family was being threatened and everything that Brett finally agreed. And, and in fairness, I feel like that's what Dominic's going to have to do. There's going to have to be a segment where he goes round to the family home and threatens to attack his sister, attack his mom in order to get the match with Ray. Because uh, other than that, I just can't see Ray agreeing to it. Uh, Rick, shout out to you. Hope you are well. Kevin said, I think Austin legit broke his nose tonight. Uh, There's a few people saying that. I didn't see it bent out of shape or anything that would imply it. There was blood uh, at the bottom. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there wasn't. I couldn't see anything that made me think it was broken, but... We'll find out. There definitely was damage that was done. Uh, Godfather said, bringing Amos back makes me wonder if he will team with MVP against Braun and someone. That is uh, that is interesting, yeah, because, I mean, Braun apparently was got rid of because they felt that Amos was the only giant they needed. They didn't want two giants. Like, you know, they had a giant and his name was John Cena. No, his name was, uh, his name is Amos. So that clearly has not worked. And now we've brought Braun back. So it does allow you to do giant versus giant. I don't know how great that match would be though. 
You know what I mean? I mean, like, Braun's not the greatest in-ring competitor, and Amos is one of the worst. So, uh, I don't know. Could do it, though. Uh, John said, Theory had some blood on his forehead. Uh, Jaden said, I can almost see Ray with a kendo stick, Dom on the ground, and Ray just not being able to pull the trigger. Uh, Michael said, I disagree. I think Sasha's bigger than Wyndham. She is a better wrestler and has got more charisma. Uh, I think that I think that Wyndham's been away, though, for over a year. And him coming back would be a bigger moment. That's that's what we're talking about. Like, is Sasha coming back from being suspended since May? Is that return bigger than Wyndham coming back, who's been out of the business for over a year? Um, I feel like it's Wyndham. Feel like it's Wyndham. Uh, Ledger Killer said, I like the Johnny Gagano match. Uh, Joe said, Owens broke his nose very badly. Who? Theory's nose. You think Theory's nose was broken as well? Uh, well, if it is, we will uh, find out very soon. I'm sure it'll be all over social media uh, if that has been the case. Uh, John said, should Gagano and Theory be for the briefcase? Um, it could be, but I don't think Johnny should win it. I don't think Johnny should come to the main roster and get the briefcase, like, in what would be his, what, second, third, fourth match. Uh, I, I don't think that that should be the case. So if it is, I think Theory needs to find a way of winning uh, and Johnny not get in the briefcase. But you could put it on the line to make it a bit spicier. Don said, maybe MVP could mold Amos into more than just a tall lump of potential wrestling clay, says John. Uh, Michael said, how about Cody beats Roman? Kevin Owens does it. Instead of Cody beating Roman, Kevin Owens does it. He hasn't held a title in a while. I, I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, I, I don't think that uh, Cody beats Roman. I could be completely wrong, but I think by the time we get to WrestleMania, that we will have two champions. And I think that Roman is facing Rock. And that makes me think Cody will go after the other champion. So, yeah, uh, who beats uh, Roman for that universal title? That's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. I don't think it's Cody. I can't give you a name because I honestly think we could be looking past WrestleMania. And we could have had a draft by then. We could have had some call-ups by then. We might, we should be past the night after WrestleMania as well. So who knows what happens there with NXT people coming in or returns? Could be other people coming back. We could have Bray coming back, couldn't we? Wyndham could be back and it could end up being Wyndham. Could be Gable Stevenson. It could be Brom Breaker. Uh, it could be a multitude of people. So it's very hard to know who gets the Universal title. It's hard to know who gets the WWE. But I do think by the time we get to WrestleMania, we should have two champions. Um, it's a Moss, not Moss. A bit disappointed. I wanted to see Moss. Uh, I thought Loomis and Miz clip was great, says Ryan. Right, let's have a look at the uh, boat. Let's go over to the boat. We can always come back to uh, the comments in a second. But uh, I want to make sure that we uh, obviously get to this. Let's go. Uh, we've had a few responses. Uh, and so far, eight. Wow, that's high. Oh. Wow, it's tied. We'll have to ho hopefully get some more responsive. If you want to vote, click on the link in the chat. Uh, that will uh, allow you to vote. At the moment, we've got the two in uh, first place. What we will do is if we ever get it tied, we will just go for the middle. So we've got six responses, say seven. Six responses, say eight. That means that uh, 7.5 is where we are. Uh, we will go in the middle. So uh, 7.5 at the moment. But uh, if you feel strongly that it's a 7 or an 8.5 or an 8, get your votes in. You can click in the chat and uh, get your vote cast. Uh, let's uh, have a look at what people enjoyed. Kevin Owens' uh, promo. Uh, the technical difficulties someone enjoyed. And a possible shadow figure. Hmm. Uh, attack on Edge at the end of the show. And Dexter, Dexter, Dexter. Uh, damage control winning the titles, Kevin Owens. Johnny Wrestling returning to action, says Hayden. 
uh, Johnny uh, Gagano. Uh, anything with Dom is top tier. Gagano, Gable match, and everything with KO and Theory. Dakota and EO winning tag gold. Sonya answering the challenge. Maybe we get three on three. Uh, whoever gets the pin becomes champion. Uh, what do you mean? Like in regards to uh, Alexa, Asuka, ba uh, Alexa, Asuka, Bianca against Bailey, EO, Dakota. Whoever wins, all the belts go to that team. An interesting thoughts. An interesting thoughts. Uh, the disappearing Blue Man Group member could be cool if it's a storyline. Uh, Johnny Wrestling beating uh, Chad Gable. Kevin Owens punching Theory in the match. Johnny, Johnny, KO and Johnny. Uh, technical difficulties. Johnny and Dakota. Uh, I, the fact that I could fast forward most of it because I kept falling asleep. Ooh. Uh, Edge getting smashed on the edge of the ring. Uh, Gagano Gable, uh, damage control, Alexa Bliss. Someone just yells, Alexa Bliss. Let's have a look, see what the least favorite parts were. Uh, Dexter Loomis uh, being in the home of Miz and Maurice. Rey Mysterio being all over the show. Days not reading my comments was someone uh, someone's least favorite part. Uh, women's tag team title match. Everything was great. Nothing was wrong. Uh, no Bray. Uh, the constant annoying weekly speculation. Uh, a bit too much judgment day. If it was 1998 NWO, maybe it wouldn't be as annoying. Uh, damage control winning the women's tag titles. Raquel and Aaliyah should have held them a little longer. Nothing offensive, to be honest. Technical issues, theory, uh, raw women's title match. <laughs> Uh, team butt spank lost. <laughs> team butt spank. Ah, oh, if only they had stayed long enough, uh, together to have earned that moniker. Ah, oh, team butt spank. Uh, Bailey a bit clunky on the mic. Sam said no complaints. It was a solid show. Uh, watching Edge get beaten up. Refs and security goons. Coming out to stop Kevin Owens and Austin one-on-one. -on -one, but they didn't show up to stop Judgment Day from decimating Edge. Summer is still wrong with the picture and it's not technical difficulties. Uh, pointless, a Moss match. Edge being attacked by Finn. Seeing Edge's leg shatter. He's got a family, damn it. Uh, Riddle losing. Finn still wearing the pants. No Austin 316. He is the best moderator. Uh, right. Roman will definitely keep the belts until his match against The Rock, says Tajinda. I think after that, he will drop the title to Bray, potentially, or Cody. Michael said Bray is only the biggest star because of the Fiend stuff. When the Wyatt family was around, it wasn't that good, and the group wasn't interesting. That's why Brian and Orton joined. Joe said the mystery person behind Seth was definitely the fiend. Uh, Miguel said, why doesn't Carrion, Cross and Scarlet uh, overkill attack Roman? Is he scared? Um, I don't know that he's scared. Maybe he's just trying to get Drew out of the way. Perhaps he thinks Drew's in the way. Perhaps he thinks if he has a match with Roman, Drew might distract or get involved or... Because don't forget, when he arrived, he attacked Drew. So Drew probably does want revenge. So, I don't know. Maybe he's just thinking, I need to deal with Drew first and then I can go after Roman. Uh, John said, do you think we will see Scarlet wrestle since she's back with Cross or still be Cross's manager? Uh, she could wrestle. She didn't wrestle down in NXT, though, did she? She can wrestle, and she was being trained to wrestle. That's why she wasn't uh, with Cross when he first came up, because she was actually being trained to wrestle and, like, you know, going through the ropes. Through uh, She can wrestle, but I think just learning the WWE style, if you will. So she was, like, doing some training, so... She was under contract. She got let go. Um, they were both let go around the same time. 
So, uh, yeah, I don't think there was any plans to use them together. She was going to be a wrestler. But, I mean, look, it's a different regime now, so it's hard to know what Triple H wants to do. Uh, Michael said, I seriously doubt that Roman will lose the belts before Mania, especially with reports that WWE want to make him the greatest of this generation. He will need to hold and on until after Mania. Uh, John said, they went as far as they could with the Bray and the Fiend plots. If he ever does come back, they need something new. Uh, Shakim, shout out to you. Uh, Miguel said, who's the contender to face the Usos? Didn't get that on this show. Perhaps uh, it's booked for next SmackDown. I, I knew at some point this week we're getting, um, I think, I can't remember who's in it. It's like Street Profits, New Day. I want to say Alpha Academy. And there's someone else, maybe Los Letharios. Um, and that must be on SmackDown. So winners will go on to face Usos. But I don't even know if that's at Extreme Rules. I don't know if they've announced when that's going to be. So, yeah, nothing nothing on that on this show. Uh, Kevin said, Austin Theory is just feuding with everyone at this point. Uh, maybe Nikki could turn face and wrestle Scarlett in a mixed tag match with Drew and Cross, says John. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I really don't know. I haven't really thought about if they're going to use Scarlet. I don't think there's a need for Scarlet uh, at the moment to wrestle. I think her being kind of the valet of Carrion is fine for now. So, uh, yeah, we don't we don't really need Scarlet wrestling yet. But eventually we could get there. Yeah, I could see her wrestling eventually. Uh, Miguel said the New Day had better beat the Usos. Mm. I don't know that they will, to be honest. I think uh, I think it will be a case that the Viking Raiders will probably uh, stop them from winning that fatal four-way. Michael said, Roman needs to hold the Universal until after Mania to reach uh, 10,000 days. Uh, then you get Roman's 1,000-day celebration, and then Austin Theory cashes in. Uh, Kev Dog said, I watched Raw. It was a crazy storyline ride. Uh, is there a rumor of Street Profits splitting up? Not really. It's been it's been thought about. Uh, they've uh, definitely uh, considered doing it. And there's been there has been talk of it in the past, but I've not seen any rumors or anything hinting towards it at the moment. Who knows? I mean, it could be that's when they pulled the trigger when you least expect it. But I think Triple H, since he took over, probably does want a tag division. I think he does want a tag division, quite a vibrant tag division. And uh, splitting up the street profits at this stage wouldn't really be in line with that. So that's wait and see. Uh, Tajinda said, Days at WrestleMania Access, I was the one who asked Taker about his dream match being Fiend or Sting. Taker said, Bray. I am a huge Taker fan, and I think since Taker, Bray is the closest thing we have. Uh, Jim said, there is a need for me to see Scarlet wrestle. Uh, Kevin said, what I love uh, most about Raw is no hit row. Um, besides Kane, I think Fiend is the closest gimmick. What's your thoughts, says uh, uh, Tajinda. Um, I think it's the, I, I, I can agree it's the closest. I mean, anything that's going to be dark is going to be comparable. You know, uh, just like how Judgment Day are quite dark with their entrance uh, and everything. You know, they, uh, I don't know if they're comparable to the ministry, but um, anything that's kind of dark is always going to be compared to Undertaker. He's the prince of darkness, really. He's kind of seen as being, you know, that that kind of a character. And there's not really too many examples. I mean, you've got things, I suppose, like Boogeyman, Papa Shango. Things along those lines. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. You can compare Bray to Undertaker. I just think that Bray's booking has never been as good as the Undertaker. Bray has never been as protected as what the Undertaker was. You know, Undertaker had the streak at WrestleMania and Bray just constantly kept losing. He lost to Cena. He lost to Undertaker. He lost to Orton twice. I mean, I, I don't know what Bray's WrestleMania record looks like, but I've got to think it's atrocious. Uh, I mean, it might be four and one. I don't even know how you class the Firefly Funhouse match. So I, I, I would say that if if you want to talk about character, 
and about like the uh, darkness, then you, yes, fine. But um, there's more to Undertaker than that. And I think that um, I think the booking has really, really let Bray down, really let Bray down. I, I don't know if you don't bring him back and just give him some at fresh. I don't know. I don't know if you don't just give him some at fresh. I, I personally would like some at new. I mean, I think Bray is so creative that he could come up with something new and give us something that we can sort of start again with. In many ways, that's what the Funhouse was. It was him acknowledging the past with the puppets and then trying to right the wrongs and get revenge. But, I mean, there were so many botches with the Fiend character, so many things that were just booked wrong uh, that, like, I don't know. I think people would still be on board with it. And, uh, you know, you could book it properly this time. And uh, maybe like find a way forward, but equally, I'd, I'd be down for something fresh. I think you come up with something new. We'll see. I do think he comes back. I just don't think, don't think it's going to be any time soon. Michael said, "Did you hear they've got nothing for Stevenson and Veer? They wanted to make Stevenson the next Brock. Mm -hmm. Apparently, uh, he was meant to have a match with Triple H at WrestleMania, and Triple H obviously with his heart trouble meant he couldn't do it." So that is one of the big obstacles that got in the way of that. So if Triple H hadn't had those heart troubles, maybe they would have been able to have uh, given us, you know, uh, uh, Steve Sinnott's uh, WrestleMania. Godfather said, have you seen the rumors about the books sending feelers? Would the books go without Kenny? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I have seen those rumors, but uh, Meltzer's come out and said, I never said that. So a lot of people are saying that it was reported by Wrestling Observer. I think the truth is it was actually a comment in the forum on Wrestling Observer. And then all of a sudden, because it was on Wrestling Observer, people are thinking it's Meltzer. But Meltzer's come out and said, well, I never said that. I never said this is what they did. So Meltzer's not reported it. So this idea that they've sent out feelers, it could be true. There could be some truth to it. But no one, no one can seemingly confirm this. No one, uh, no one of note has come out and said this has happened. So, yeah, I think it was just a bit of a storm in a teacup. I mean, what Meltzer did say is he came out and said they should do it. It would make sense for them to do it because, like, you want to negotiate your contracts. You want to get the best deal you can. So it would make sense that they went to WWE and see, you know, is there any interest? What kind of contract could we expect kind of a thing? But um, yeah, and like he's he's distanced himself from it. Uh, Michael said, Alistair Black could come back to WWE. Uh, he can go back to AEW if he wants. Makes sense for him to go to WWE with Triple H. Uh, Philip said, uh, did you enjoy the show tonight? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was the strongest episode, but I didn't think it was a disaster either. So I thought it was all right. What we can do is uh, go back, have a look, see where we are with uh, the scores. I think we might still be... Can I refresh it? I'm going to refresh it. Uh, yeah, 7.5 is going to be the uh, uh, the result then. So uh, we had six responses for eight, six responses for seven, five for 7.5. If we do have uh, two tied in first place, we'll cut it in the middle. So uh, 7.5 uh, is the score for this show, which I think is probably quite fair, in all fairness. I think it's probably quite fair. Uh, thanks for your thoughts. I really appreciate it. I agree that Bray wasn't booked properly. They booked properly. They always drop the ball with him, but hopefully Triple H can do it justice. Uh, I thought Sean said that. I swear Sean said that. What? About the feelers? Mm. The reports I saw was that it had been reported by Wrestling Observer. I don't know if Sean picked up on it after it had been reported in or like by Wrestling Observer, but Meltzer came out today and went, I never said that. So it seems like there's a bit of confusion around it at the moment. And with that being said, I think we're done. We have broken this uh, down. We always uh, try and stick around for about an hour. And uh, that's exactly what we've done. So really appreciate the support, guys. Hope you enjoyed uh, the show. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us for this post-show review. Uh, and uh, as we said, we are here after every Raw, every NXT, every SmackDown. I really like to get your thoughts. 
um, see what you scored the show. And uh, as I said, uh, really appreciate you uh, joining us or listening uh, on uh, the various podcast platforms because uh, we do put the audio up uh, on there as well if ever you're not able to join us live on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot, however you uh, consume this. And uh, hopefully i see you again next time. Bye for now.